Bonsoir, mon ami, et bienvenue de Salon de Football Français avec moi, Devo. This is our French football show, and welcome, welcome, welcome. We have got a lot to talk about. Another brilliant weekend worth of action from the French leagues, uh, Uber Eats, League 1, whichever you prefer to call it. Um, just the storylines in this league are insane. There's derby matches every week. There's, you know, passionate fans every week, which we will talk about. They sometimes go over the mark. Um, but there's goals. There's always goals as well. Uh, before we get into any of that, you know what to do. Subscribe to this channel right here. We're trying to get to 250 and then to 300. So please help us out with that. We're doing this organically, um, you know, with a lot of hard work going behind into this. So please help us out. Whether you're watching this on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, hit the like button, share it, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with people you don't necessarily like. Um, but we've got something for everyone and we're working towards getting even more. So if you know anyone who's into F1, cricket, rugby league, and they fancy putting on a show on YouTube, DM us on Twitter, uh, hit us up personally if you know us and let us know. But this is about French football, uh, so let's get stuck into it. First game of the weekend, Strasbourg at home to Mets. A bit of a rivalry, this a local derby. Um, Mets haven't won a game all season. Strasbourg only won the one. So both teams really struggling coming into this. Um, Strasbourg took the initiative and really dominated this game. I think Mets only had one real chance. They hit the post with a bit of a pot shot, uh, a header from a corner, which Matt Sells saved. It was going top pocket. Brilliant save from Matt Sells, who was a highly regarded goalkeeper when he was younger. Got the big move to Newcastle, didn't quite work out for him, but he's a solid, solid goalkeeper. Um, Strasbourg took the lead after six minutes, penalty won by their captain, Leonard. Uh, poor decision from the goalkeeper, Okija, came flying out of his goal and took out um, Lennart. Ajork with the penalty left foot, strong penalty into the bottom corner, the eight-foot striker, the main talisman for Strasbourg, gave them the league. And then it was the Habib Diallo show after that, two goals for him against his former side, um, brilliantly taken, the second one especially, um, brilliantly taken goal. 3-0 uh, for Strasbourg, big win for them. Big win. Uh, Mets are well and truly struggling. Still without a win this season. Don't look anywhere near getting a win either. Um, I feel I feel it's, they, they did really well last season. Um, upset quite a few big sides. Put in a decent graft. Uh, ended up mid-table. Can't see that happening this season. Um, not looking good for them at all. From one derby to another. Uh, and we're going to go to the champions. Uh, Lille, you wouldn't know it. Uh, their, their performances this season have been shoddy, to say the best. Uh, they're conceding goals, which is something they didn't do last season, I think mainly because of Mike Mannion not being there. Players who really impressed last season, like Zeki Celik, look average at best. Um, they're, they're really, really struggling this season. And that could be, you know, you say Mannion's gone, uh, but the main thing is Christophe Gautier isn't there. And Gautier obviously has a, a bit of a magic touch because we'll see what he's doing later on at Nice as well as for Lons, we can't just say Lille have been poor Lons have been brilliant undefeated to start this season um very very good at home uh probably because of their support this is the first time this year and i think in about a decade they've had all stands available so it's a completely different atmosphere a very passionate fan base unfortunately that spilled over uh 
you know, from passionate to just downright stupid at half time. There was an incident where um, fans ran onto the pitch across to the Lille fans and got involved in some violent scenes. The game had to be delayed by half an hour. Um, this is a problem within French football. It's happened week on week on week. Even in the first game, which I just uh, covered, the Strasbourg game, there were missiles, missiles, cups and so forth thrown onto the pitch at uh, opposing players. This is something that we've seen around the country this season so far. Um, it's really escalated in the Nice-Marseille uh, game and also in this game. Uh, you'd expect Lens to get a similar kind of punishment to Nice, who have had to play three games, who are playing three games behind closed doors. Um, but as I said at the time, that's not so much a punishment when you consider every team was doing that last season. Um, but about this game, Lens won it. Could have been more than one. They had good chances, some, a few uh, missed chances. To be fair, uh, Leca in the Lons goal made some brilliant saves as well. Uh, but I think Lons, when you think of the general, uh, the way the game went, Lons deserved the three points. And it's their first win against Lille since April 2006. Uh, so a long, long time coming. Uh, Frankowski with the goal. Uh, the Polish international with a lovely finish. Poor defender from Jose Font. It should have really been a bit more... Uh, you know, a bit meaner in the tackle, kind of pulled out last minute and allowed Frankowski to kind of bundle his way past. Lovely finish uh, from the Polish winner, signed from Chicago Fire. Um, so big three points for Lens. They remain unbeaten to start this season. Long, uh, Lille, on the other hand, looking in desperate, desperate trouble at the wrong end of the table. Uh, there's no way they're going to retain their title. Next, Saint-Étienne versus Bordeaux, two of the most successful sides in French football history. 16 league titles between them. Those days are long, long gone. Uh, they look like a shadow of those kind of sides. Uh, both sides struggling. Saint-Étienne towards the bottom of the table as well. Bordeaux, this was their first win of the season. And they they owe it all to their um, Korean striker, Huang Yi-Joe who got a brace, uh, two brilliant finishes for both of those goals. Uh, this game I thought was going to be rained off at one point as it absolutely tipped down towards the end of the first half, beginning of the second half, uh, to the point where you can see the water coming off the grass and the ball getting stuck in the grass a little bit. But it kind of dried out and the game was able to continue, thankfully, uh, for Bordeaux especially. Um, St Etienne has been much of the same for them this season. Uh, chances missed. Uh, Buwanga missed a, a, a really good chance. Hamana, the uh, the captain, missed a brilliant chance. Kazri missed a great chance as well. And these things really come back to bite you. Um, Bordeaux, thanks to a Yassine Adli masterclass, uh, who's back on loan after he sailed to AC Milan. And uh, Juan Yijo, uh, with brilliant finishing, were able to get the three points. But St Etienne would be really, really disappointed in this. They had the better chances, could not put them away, and suffered for that. Um, let's move on. Next game, Nice at home to Monaco, the Côte d'Azur uh, derby. There's derbies everywhere across the league. Um, this one here, Monaco have been desperately disappointing in my book so far this season. Um, I had high hopes for them. Nice, a team I had high hopes for, have done exactly what I thought they would. Haven't lost a game. Um, they, they have a game in hand, obviously, due to the uh, Nice Marseille incident, shall we call it? Um, Andy Delors, brilliant signing for them. Uh, he's now been involved in three goals in just over 90 minutes worth of football. Uh, they've got one of the top goal scorers in the league in Armand Guerreri. We will talk about him in a second. One of the worst penalty misses you're ever going to see. Um, but Monaco took the lead. Monaco took the lead and they needed it. Golovin with the goal. 
Um, they could have scored earlier than that and a couple of chances. Uh, Walter Benitez in the Nice goal made a couple of good saves. After that goal, Nice came back into it and Delors got the equaliser across uh, from Guerrero and it's Andy Delors special. Brilliant header into the far corner. No chance for the keeper. Um, they then took the lead through Badawi, who looks like a very good young talent as well on the wing. Uh, Delors with the cross missed its target, to be honest, but Badawi was there to put it in at the far post. And literally a few seconds later, it was about 60 seconds later, Calvin Stengs gave away a penalty, which Ben Yedis tucked away for his first goal of the season. And that's been one of the issues for Monaco. Their big players haven't stepped up. Uh, for Ben Yedis to get his first goal of the season this late into the season isn't isn't what you want from your big players. And then Guerrero missed a penalty on the 82nd minute. Terrible penalty. He put it miles wide for a player who's been involved in pretty much everything good Nice have done this season. He's an early runner for uh, player of the season, my book. Um, missed a penalty, Tory shirt open, probably had to go get that changed. Bad day all around for Guerrero. Uh, three points taken off the board for Nice. Really could have won that game. Uh, but a point away from home against a very good Nice side for Monaco. Not the worst results let's be honest they really do need what monaco need is what the next team i'm about to talk about got and that's a drubbing they need a game where everything just goes together and you just batter aside to really lift your confidence so that's the zaka rapper to nantes away to angers angers were unbeaten before this game coming into this game with high spirits after three minutes things really took a turn for the worse for them nantes took the lead for a corner andre Giroto with the header uh, from a moses simon corner um, and then three minutes after that, it was 2-0. Blast with the penalty, uh, blatant penalty as well. Blast put it away. Four minutes after that, Angers thought they were back into the game. 2-1. Game on. Didn't happen that way. Colin Moani after 23 minutes with a brilliant solo goal. Another assist for Simon, but it was all Colin Moani. Great footwork in the box. Put two defenders on their ass. Goalkeeper on his ass. Put it into the corner. Brilliant finish. Um, Nantes in the, their last game uh, against Nice funnily enough, had all of these chances but could not put them away. So this was almost like a, a continuation of their last game where they created the chances, but they actually managed to put them in the back of the net. And a three points, big three points for Nantes, uh, rounded off by Ludovic Blas, his second goal, his fourth goal of the season. Uh, and I think Nantes, when you look at the talent they have going forward, I, I think they're going to travel teams. I think if they can get their midfield and their defence playing at a decent level, Create chances for the lack of Blas, for the lack of Colin Moani, who actually grew up in the same areas in Pape. Um, Moses Simon, Bakari. If you can get these guys chances, they will score goals. And we saw that against Angers. Um, Angers are a good side, you know, no, no walkover. And Nantes made them look distinctly poor, not even average, poor. Nantes can do that to sides if they can create the chances for those players I mentioned uh, and then keep goals out the other end. Uh, sounds easy, doesn't it? But it's harder said, harder done than said. Um, next up, Clermont at home to Stade Brest. Um, Clermont, who are, I mean, neither of these sides have won in the last four. Let's be honest, but Clermont, you wouldn't expect these things. They started the season really well. I think they've only lost one of those four. Uh, so they've had a lot of draws. They're, they're showing their fighting spirit, coming back from behind in a lot of these games. Uh, Brest, on the other hand, um, they look decent in parts. Um, some good, some young players coming through there looking decent. They they played against 10 men for the majority of the second half uh, after Gastian's red card, which, mm, I don't know. I don't know. The foul itself looked like a booking, but I think maybe it looked like a stamp. I don't think there was a stamp there. 
Um, so I think it's a bit of a harsh red. Uh, literally from that free kick, father of percentage in Chardonnay with the header into the far post, 1-0. But Claremont don't know when they're beat unless they're playing PSG. Rashani got the leveller with his fourth goal of the season from four shots on target. The guy's only had four shots this season. He scored all of them. Uh, the Kosovo International, great signing for Claremont. And they just continue to baffle teams, uh, continue to do really well uh, when a lot of people, including myself, thought they were going to be cannon fodder this season. On to two sides that are quite struggling as well. Rem versus Lorient. Um, Lorient now without winning their last 18 games away from home. That's uh, a terrible record, which is kind of relegation form. Luckily for them, their home form is not too bad. Uh, but not much happening in this game. Nil-nil. Decent point away from uh, home for Lorient because Rem have got some decent players there. Like Donis, I think, he, you know, he didn't really work for him in the Bundesliga, but he looks a decent player. Uh, Barisha is a good player and they've got some good youngsters coming through as well. Uh, so a decent point away from home for Lorient. Um, you know, they, they will have harder games away from home, but a point is decent when your away form is so poor. Um, shall we move on? To a side who I had big hopes for before the season started and they sold all their best players. And that's Montpellier <clears throat> against newly promoted Troyes. Um, now, Montpellier, as I just said, sold Delors, sold Laborde, two of the best attacking players in the league over the last few seasons, Delors especially. Um, didn't really sign any replacements apart from Valerie Germain, who's not the most prolific striker who scored last week. But I think he's only got 59 goals in 200-something games. Not the best record for a striker in this league. Um, and they went a goal down to a Tuzgar, uh, the Tunisian striker, who was their top goal scorer last season for Troyes in Ligue 2. And then they went a man down as well in the 79th minute. Tula with a high boot earned his second yellow of the game and therefore an early exit. Um, Troyes haven't beat Montpellier in the last nine games. And because of that, Savenia just had to go and get the equaliser, didn't he? He is the, the creator-in-chief for Montpellier. He's been involved in their last four goals. Um, he scored a brilliant goal here, a lovely little finish. Got the ball from out of his feet somehow and managed to curl it around the keeper. Lovely finish from him. Um, he's a very classy player and I expect him to be pretty much front and centre for everything good Montpellier do throughout the rest of the season. They really need to like some Mavadidi and... Uh, um, Wahi to step up and help him really and truly. Um, right, we've got one more game, sorry, two more games to go. Um, the last game of the, the last two games of the week, sorry, uh, involving probably the most entertaining side across Europe this season, and that is Marseille. Marseille have been on absolute fire in the league this season, and they've got goals coming from whoever plays wide for them scores goals. You know, beginning of the season, Cengiz on the couldn't stop scoring. Um, De La Fuente was assisting goals left, right and centre. They've managed to put, you know, uh, Dieng left and then uh, Paul Lerola on the other side and they're getting involved in goals as well. Uh, Harit has come in from Schalke and they're getting involved in things as well. Payet's been missing. He hasn't been missed at all. Um, everything that they do, they're doing it correctly, Marseille. Uh, and they're incredibly good to watch. Um, Chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. They just keep coming at you, waves of attack. George Sampaoli has got them absolutely flying at the moment. Dieng has three goals in his last two games. Um, as I said, Harit had an assist in the last one. He's got a goal in this one. Uh, Larola with an assist as well. Uh, it's just 
they're, they're attacking you from everywhere. Guendouzi looks good. Gay came back in midfield for this one, looked good. Um, Ren, on the other hand, a lot of money spent in the, in the transfer window, not looking very good for it. They've got three losses in their last four. Um, struggling in front of goal, struggling to keep them out at the other end. Really and truly, this could have been four or five for Marseille as well. Um, something has to change and has to change quickly at Ren. But as for Marseille, just keep doing what you're doing. They're five points behind Paris Saint-Germain with game in hand. And they're the only side I can say really and truly who look like they could push PSG um, to the very end. Speaking of PSG, they closed out the weekend with the biggest game in France, uh, Paris Saint-Germain versus Lyon. Lyon with a famous win away at Paris last season. Looked like they might be doing it again when Paqueta gave them the league lead against the run of play, I have to say. Um, Paris Saint-Germain were all over Lyon in the first half. Messi looked like he was he was get, just finding his feet, hit the post with a free kick, had a great chance saved by Lopez, a uh, couple chances saved by Lopez. Mbappe looked ready for it as well. Um, but it took them a little while to get on the score sheet. When it did come, it was via a Neymar penalty. Now, for me... I think this was a foul by Neymar on Gusto before Gusto fouled Neymar. And if you have VAR, I don't see how you don't see the blatant shirt pull by Neymar before the foul was given the other way. Uh, so I've, I've, I'd feel a bit hard done by if I was a Leon fan. But Neymar stepped up, put it put it away. And then Icardi, the forgotten man, scored the winner in the 94th minute from a Kylian Mbappe cross to take all three points and remain 100% for PSG to six out of six. Um, for PSG. As I said, Marseille are five points behind with a game in hand, uh, but it looks like PSG are going to take some stock in this season, and I'm not sure if anyone outside of Marseille has the vitamins to do so. Uh, so that's it for the roundup. Shall we have a look at fixtures? Let's have a look at the table first. We'll have a look at the table, uh, and then we'll have a look at the fixtures coming up next week. So the table looks like this. Here we go. Six out of six. Let's just do this. Here we go. Uh, PSG at the top, as I said, six wins out of six. Uh, 18 goals scored, six goals conceded. Perfect record. Marseille just behind them with a game in hand. That one draw um, holding them back a little bit. Only conceded five goals this season. Not too bad. Um, Lons in third. Still unbeaten. Three wins, three draws. They look very, very good. Angers dropped their first. L of the season. I've uh, only scored 10 goals, now conceded six after those four that Nantes put past them. Nice unbeaten still as well. Three wins, two draws, only conceded two goals, those two goals against Monaco, their first conceded of the season. That's how good they have been. Uh, Christophe Gautier, we know what he did with Lille last season. Their defence won in the league. I'm not saying Nice will win the league this season, but I would not be surprised to see Nice playing Champions League football next season. Clermont is sixth, Lorient is seventh, Montpellier eighth. Lyon is in ninth. Terrible start to the season for them. Uh, just nine goals scored. Dembele has four of those. Paqueta, I think, has a further two or three. Nantes in 10th. Rem 11. Strasbourg 12. Troyes 13. Monaco down there 14th. One win this season. Only five goals scored. And just behind them, Lille, both in desperate, desperate trouble to start the season. Not a good start to the season whatsoever. Rennes as well. Oh, didn't mean to do that. Let's go back. Um, Rennes as well. 16th. Terrible for those three sides. You would expect a lot more coming from them as well. Uh, Bordeaux in 17th. And then Brest, Saint-Étienne and Metz, all without a win this season. Um, not looking very good for those three sides. 
Um, right, so what we'll do, we'll go back now and we're going to have a look at the fixtures. So let's have a look at the fixtures for this weekend, shall we? And uh, what games we'll be talking about here next week. Um, all right, let's just load this up. We should have probably done this beforehand, but you know what? Screw you guys, I do what I want. Um, so we have midweek fixtures here. Rennes versus Clermont tomorrow at 6 p.m. Nantes versus Brest. Brest looking to get off the mark. Nantes will be buzzing after that 4-1 victory. Montpellier versus Bordeaux. That's a tricky tie for Bordeaux, but they'll be you know, buzzing as well. They just won away to St. Etienne, so why not away to Montpellier? Monaco at home to St. Etienne. Big game for Monaco. They need the three points, as do Lille at home to Rem. I would expect them to get those three points. Mets, poor Mets, bottom of the table. The last thing you want is PSG coming to town. That's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, Lorient at home to Nice. I expect Nice to batter Lorient, but stranger things have happened. Lyon at home to Troyes. Lons at home to Strasbourg. Can they continue their, their unbeaten run to start the season and make it seven out of seven games without a win? Uh, sorry, without a loss. Angers at home to Marseille. That should be a very good game. Any game Marseille are in is pretty much good. Uh, we also have the weekend fixtures. So it's going to be a double show next next week. Um, let's have a look at those as well. St. Etienne at home to Nice. Strasbourg at home to Lille. Lyon at home to Lorient. PSG Montpellier on a Sunday. Bordeaux at home to Rennes. Rem versus Nantes, Brest versus Metz, Troyes versus Angers, Clermont versus Monaco, and Marseille versus Lens. I think Marseille versus Lens will be the game of the weekend uh, on that one as well. For anything that Marseille are in, it's going to be a great game. They're just the great entertainers in this league. Uh, so that's it from the Salon the Football Francais. Thank you very much for watching, and I hope that you've enjoyed I hope that you have learned one or two things. We'll be talking about all of those fixtures we just went through. Uh, next week's show is going to be a bit of a bumper show for you guys. Uh, so make sure that you're subscribed. Hit the notification bell to keep up to date with everything we've got going on. We have the Bundesliga show coming up tomorrow, of course. And throughout the week, we'll have MMA on Thursday, the guard pass with Chris Collins, Mr. Intro, Outro himself. And the All oh, You Didn't Know Wrestling show returns on Friday as well. So... This has been Le Salon de Football Francais. I have been Devo. Thanks for watching. Peace out.